of the Mixed Witches podcast. It is the last week in September, if I'm not stupid. Yes. <laughs> For, it is officially autumn. Is it really? When's the first day of autumn this year? It is the 21st. Oh, that's exciting. It's literally like tomorrow. It's so close. Yeah, because the temperature's already started to drop here, which is really exciting because it's been, you know, death. Girl, don't even start. I, I, <laughs> I know. Like, well, I exaggerate because I don't really mind the heat that much. It's just when I walk outside and I can breathe, like, I can, I can drink the air is the problem for me. It's a problem. Yeah, I don't. I like. I don't have a problem with heat. I can manage heat pretty fine. It's just the humidity. It makes my hair go wild, and it just makes me sweat extra hard. I feel just damp all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no fun when you're a woman and you menstruate. <laughs> no. But anyways. It is my turn to go first today. Yep. <laughs> I do that at work all the time. Like, I make weird noises and meow and stuff. And one of my coworkers has started meowing back at me. <laughs> and he's this big, hulking dude. <laughs> and he'll just do it. He'll, like, he'll be in the back of the shop, and I'll walk in, and he'll go, meow. Mm-hmm. And it stresses out the other big hulking dude in the shop, so that's great. I can't. <laughs> but anyways, so we're not talking about cats today. I actually nope. don't think this deity has anything to do with cats, but uh, nope. I don't remember. I did a lot of research this morning, a lot, <laughs> for many hours. So anyways, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about Artemis today because you talk about Apollo and you can't not talk about Artemis. They, so I've started to kind of incorporate Artemis into my work because midwifery, but also like her and, her and Apollo don't come as a package deal, but I like, I feel like you should still know about Artemis if you're going to be renovating. Renovating? What's the actual word? <laughs> <laughs> Revering Apollo. Oh. Renovating Apollo. Renovating? Uh-uh. Revering Apollo. Yeah. So some of her names include, of course, Artemis, Diana, and... This one I don't talk about because it's separate, but I'm going to include the name. And that is the many-breasted Artemis and or Diana of Ephesus. Euphesus, I don't know. I'm going to say Ephesus. That just sounds right. Her parents were Leto and Zeus. So she's the older twin between Apollo and herself. Like Apollo, their like Apollo, their true origin is debatable and debated. She was she was either born on Delos or Ortigia. 
near Ephesus in Western Turkey. There's a lot to do with Western Turkey in everything Greek. So yeah. it's going to come up all the time. And as soon as she was born, she helped Leto through the long and difficult birth of Apollo. And of course, Apollo would be the difficult one. Yeah. She is the goddess of the hunt, wild, nature, chastity, and childbirth. She can bestow fertility, but decides who makes it through childbirth for both humans and animals. She also can help regulate the menstrual cycle. And she is a spirit of the moon and femininity. Zeus granted her wish to never be forced to wed, allowing her to maintain autonomy and independence. Though people mostly know her as the virgin goddess, her temple rituals actually involved erotic dances of both men and women, not, not particularly separate from each other. So it is thought to actually refer back to a bear cult where the hunt came after sexual abstinence. Why? Because you would be pent up and aggressive and willing to chase a bear. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what was going through those heads back then? She also presides over rites of initiation for both males and females, and she can bestow or withhold health, wealth, life, and fertility, as I've already mentioned. Her celestial body, because it's not a planet, is the moon. Her sacred day is Monday, but also the sixth day of each month. And her number is six. Animals include quail, all animals. <laughs> so, like, the, her bird is the quail, but her sacred animals include all animals, but particularly bees, bears, boars, deers, dogs, dolphins, goats, fish, wolves, all kinds of cats, and stags. So, big and small cats. Colors include white, silver, red, and green. Plants are Artemisia family plants, such as mugwort, southernwood, wormwood, and tarragon, but also bay laurel, walnut, willow, cedar, fir, oak, myrtle, and wild fig. Before I continue, I'm going to state my resources and references before I forget to. Those are GreekMythology.com, Encyclopedia of Spirits by Judica Isles, WorldHistory.org, and TheHistoryPress.co.uk. So the exact same ones that I previously used for Apollo in the last episode. Stones include Moonstone, Quartz, Amethyst, Dendritic, Dendritic, wow, Dendritic Quartz, can I say this word? Dendritic quartz, okay. and particularly just any stones in the quartz family, and then pearl, diamonds, and iron. Like I said in the Apollo episode, um, the offerings for the uh, like offerings and the altar stuff can also be anything I've previously mentioned. So these are just extra stuff. So things you can include as off offerings and to put on your altar are wine, honey, frankincense, moon iconography, animals she loves, bows and arrows, hides and bones, both ethic ethically sourced, fruits, jasmine incense, wildflowers, silver items. You can dance, practice herbalism or archery, and you can hunt or hike. Favored people include girls and women, lesbians, sailors and mariners, Amazons, and women athletes. Some myths about Artemis include that when she was three, Zeus asked her for what gifts she wanted, and she had a whole list. So you could tell that she was waiting. Some of these included, but were not, uh... Hold on. I can't remember the actual saying. So some some of the things included... Limited. 
Yeah, but not limited to. <laughs> uh, were as many names as Apollo, her eternal virginity, 60 ocean nymphs young that were young and the same age, 20 river nymphs, all of the mountains, <laughs> a single city... <laughs> A single city that Zeus could choose, the office of burning light, and a saffron tunic. You know, just a few things. <laughs> she supported the Trojans along with Apollo during the Trojan War, and she saved Iphigenia, which was Agamemnon, Agamemnon's daughter, from being killed during a sacrifice by replacing her with a deer. She was the last of the gods to actually stop accepting human sacrifices, or one of the last, I should say. She killed the children of Niobe after she boasted that Leto only gave birth to two gods while she did much more. I think the specific wording was that she, uh, she gave birth to the entirety of Greece. So. What? Yeah. Okay. Yep, she had to open her mouth and say extra stuff. I'm just like, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a flex, but. <laughs> but okay. But okay. And uh, so Apollo killed all of the boys, and Artemis killed all of the girls. I've seen that the number was seven, eight, and fourteen children. So who knows? Who knows how many it actually was? When the hunter Acteon saw her naked, she turned him into a stag and let his hounds loose on him. Yep. He did not enjoy that image for long. I don't even think he enjoyed the image. <laughs> <laughs> there was another person who saw her naked, and he was a boy. His name was Cyproitus. Cyproitus. But because he was a child, the only thing she did was turn him into a girl. She should have it. Artemis, don't get me started. <laughs> so she Just turned him into child. a girl. Whatever. Um, the story... Oh. Yeah, so here, here's another one. So there's a story about Orion, which just... To me, screams of a guy thinking that just because two people are friends, then things are going to go further. So he was her hunting companion, and uh, he tried to take off her robes, and when he did, she killed him. You know, just casually. <laughs> she killed him, but it's also that said that he was killed by a scorpion sent by Gaia, or Apollo killed him with an arrow. So he died. The point was he tried to rape her and he died. So was it really worth it, Orion? No. No. I have two other myths. So Artemis was going to have Castillo turned into a bear and killed by her own son, Arcus, but Zeus placed them in the constellations as Ursa Major and Ursa Minor. So this is particularly because Castillo pledged herself to Artemis and, and, and then had a baby. And that's not how virginity works at all. So that was the particular thing she was going to do. She was going to get turn her into a bear and um, have her killed by her own son. So vengeful she may be. And then lastly, we have Hippolytus, who took a sacred vow of chastity, and Aphrodite fell in love with him, but he, uh, he basically told her to fuck off, because he already took a sacred vow of chastity. So he scorned Aphrodite's advances, and as retribution, Aphrodite made his stepmother mother fall in love with him. And due to these events... He eventually was killed, but if you remember from the Apollo episode, I actually mentioned this one, Artemis asked uh, Apollo's son Asclepius, Asclepius, Asclepius <laughs> to save him, 
And so Asclepius did, and he was resurrected and proceeded to rule over Italy by the name of Verbius. But unfortunately, Asclepius paid for his life. Pa paid for this life with his own. Because Zeus had been the one to convince the fates to kill Hippolytus, essentially. So Senor Zeus was not happy. As he isn't, as he tends not to be very often. <laughs> but that's what I have. That's what I have about Artemis. Short boy. Short boy. Short boy. She crazy. Yeah, she might be. She's a crazy person. It's probably because her brother's I'm father. Not, I'm not gonna get over the child thing. <laughs> oh, I I understand, like, I want to be a virgin, I don't want to see me naked. That is a child. He is probably walking around the corner. Artemis, maybe move your bath. <laughs> maybe that's the answer. Stop bathing there. <laughs> Stop bathing, bathing in the river where literally anybody could see you. I mean, I know she likes the hunt, but that, uh, not people. Stop it. <laughs> The world's most dangerous game, indeed. <laughs> I had I had the I had Artemis back 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 when we were buying books, and she was my Sagittarius Moon goddess. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, yeah, I don't know about her. A yes to the Sagittarius, but uh, but I'm not feeling it. <laughs> it's a it, it's a thing of like I'm real. <laughs> I think it's important to differentiate sort of how way back back we were talking about movies and things. Like, it's okay to not like stuff, but also be like, that's your opinion. Like, it's completely accurate to having a Sagittarius moon. She's just not, like, my goddess. Yeah. So, like, the book is right. It's just, personally, no. Personally, you two just don't vibe. Well, I mean, I don't mind her. I just don't, just don't think she's one of my allies. Virginity, I do not have, so I don't think she liked me. Well, I mean, I think it did say women and ma women and girls, women and girls. It didn't specific specify. Um... Anyways, I'm not trying to convince you otherwise. <laughs> well, just just the myths, okay? The late. Well, I mean, the lady did pledge to her, but then it was like, girl. Yeah, she takes those vows aggressively, seriously. I could not. I'd fuck up. There's a many a nymphs, apparently, who have been, uh, who ha have gotten the bad end of the stick Dead. on the vengeance end, so. But let's, let's be real. Nymphs don't know how to keep it in their pants, so. Why would you pledge to Artemis? You are a nymph. <laughs> like, didn't you think about this beforehand? No. No. Probably trying to run away from a satyr. Probably. Probably. Or fucking pan himself. Uh, yeah. The satyr. <laughs> the satyr of all satyrs. It's like how Zeus is the king of all fuckboys. Pan is the satyr of all satyrs. <laughs> It still stresses me out. I still remember the whole thing with Pan during, um, God, the Magicians. I don't know if you watched that part with me, but it was horrible. I was like, are you serious? Are you for real right now? Like, poor Alice. No wonder she died. I would have said fuck it, too. We'll have to talk about that one day in the magicians. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. After the whole thing with the one one chick who should have been a magician and they fucking told her to fuck off, she went nuts. Yeah. Like, she didn't deserve none of that. I actually kind of liked her. Yeah, I kind of liked her too. No, oh, my favorite, my favorite. Well, I mean, even, they even fucked over fucking the gay guy. I can't remember his name right now. Yep. 
Elliot. Yeah. Either. yeah. Like, come on now. Y'all really just screwed him over. Yes. And he was willing to take that bullet because he loves you guys. I hated it. Fuck it. Fuck the magicians. <laughs> if you guys ever want to know how I feel about that show, fuck the magicians. Anyways, what topic do you have for us today? I am talking about the element of air. Mm -hmm. We haven't talked about any elements. No, not yet. So, I'm starting it. There's only four. (laughs) It should be simple. Knock on wood. (laughs) So... Air is one of the four elements. Technically, if you count spirit or ether, there's five elements. But of the four tangible earth plane elements, air. So, I thought this would be apt because it's Libra season. Libra. Maybe that's why I'm having so much issues. It's my fucking moon season. God damn. Damn Oh, probably. Damn it. Okay. So, y'all are air side, so I thought air. So, the direction for air is east. The time frame for air is dawn, and the season of air is springtime. Colors that represent the element of air are yellow, gold, white, light blue, and pink. You know, think like eastern, you know, spring. Dawn, it all tracks. (laughs) Some tools that represent the elements of air, if you didn't want to have, if you rather have an object of like a tool on your altar or what have you, are feathers, of course, a wand, a staff, incense represent air, a pen, a broom can represent air, Bells represent air, a smudge stick can represent air, and an athame can represent air, but also another element. Some crystals that represent air, should you want some crystals instead, on your altar or around your house, would be topaz, amber, preferably like translucent. I was like, what's the opposite of opaque? (laughs) Translucent. You know? Amber, citrine, jasper, agate, although there's so many agates, I would prefer maybe like a yellow, a quartz, amethysts, and transparent stones. So basically, stones that are, you know, translucent tend to represent air because air is hypothetically translucent. It's not. It's invisible, but you know what I mean. Some metals that represent the element of air are tin and copper. Some plants, or green witches out there, are acacia, anise, aspen. Although, okay, could I... You could plant a whole tree, but, like, you're probably not going to. (laughs) You You could buy an acacia or an aspen and plant it, but... A branch is fine, if you can't do that. Also, clover, frankincense, lavender, lemongrass, myrrh, pine, vervain, and yarrow. Animals that represent the element of air are all birds and insects, because they fly. Yeah, fucking flying cockroaches. Oh. Or at least some of them fly. We know some birds that don't fly, but they still count. Penguins. <laughs> they still count, okay? They're still birds. Little penguinos. So, I have some astrological rulers. Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius are, of course, the air signs. Clap your hands for them. <laughs> also, Mercury, Jupiter, and Uranus. 
I have some virtues and some vices. This would be for those of you that have a lot of air in your chart or are ruled in your first house or your son by an air sign or just happen to be an air witch. So vices and virtues. Some vices, impulsive, frivolous, gullible, flighty, and detached. You can also apply these. I just had the thought, so I'll say this. You can also apply these to the court cards of the tarot. Since those tend to be people, these things can be, you know, if those cards are representing people, these can, they can have these qualities. So those were the vices. Some virtues, though. Intelligent. Air is the sort of element of intelligence. That's kind of what it just represents all around. But practical as well. Optimistic, curious, and creativity. So connecting with air is key to a clear mind. It's also key to finding inner wisdom and having successful psychic work. Of course, a well-rounded witch or magic user or spiritual person balanced in like all your elements. So if you are struggling with mental or creative work or psychic works like your third eye and crown chakra work, whatever, what have you, or maybe you don't have any air in your chart or any planets that are air, whatever. You can spend time outside and feel the breeze, if there is a breeze. You can hang some wind chimes to invite some air into your home. You can complete a creative project. You can journal. You can learn a new skill. Or you can meditate. Because all of those things are connected to the element of air. And of course, we talked about balance before. Balance is important. So it's good to do all of the, like, you know, any of these things that you feel connected to from time to time, or wear a crystal, or burn some, like, of these plants in some incense, or hang out with some of these animals. I feel like that doesn't get talked about. But you could hang out with, like, you go to the zoo and hang out with some birds, or go to, like, the butterfly garden or whatever. Connect with some air. That's all I have about air. Ooh. Simple. Simple dimple. I don't have air. No? So I don't have a lot of that. So I should, uh, should maybe do something about that. No, it's like, look, look, in, look into that a little bit. I think I've got, like, a, like, pretty solid mix of all four I think Earth is the one I have the least of. Yeah, besides liking pink. I'm, like, looking at it. I'm, like, besides liking pink, yeah, I don't feel... These aren't things I have. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, on to the media. (sighs) All right. What do you have? (laughs) Guess. (laughs) Oh! Another book. (laughs) It's 1,000% another book. Oh my God. I've been holding on to this one for weeks. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet. I think I listened to it, like, two weeks after we, uh, we did those recordings last time, so I've been, I've been holding, holding on to it. Okay. Anyways. So, this one is called, wait, Wicked Fox by Kat Cho. It's the first book. And I'm on Goodreads, and I'll read the uh, summary from Goodreads. It says, A fresh and addictive fantasy romance set in modern-day Seoul, 18-year-old Gu Myung is a... Eighteen-year-old no. No. <laughs> Gu Myung 
has a secret. She is a gumiho, a nine-tailed fox who must devour the energy of men in order to survive. Because so few believe in the old tales anymore, and with so many evil men no one will miss, the modern city of Seoul is the perfect place to hide and hunt. But after feeding one full moon, Myung crosses paths with Jihoon, a human boy being attacked by a goblin deep in the forest. Against her better judgment, she violates the rules of survival to rescue the boy, losing her fox bead, her gumio soul, in the process. Jihoon knows Myung is more than just a beautiful girl. He saw her nine tails the night she saved his life. His grandmother used to tell him stories of the Gumio, of their power and the danger they pose to humans. He's drawn to her anyway. Of course he is. Of course, of course he is. Because teenagers have no sense of self-preservation. No. With mur not boys. Not boys. <laughs> With murderous forces lurking in the background, Myung and Jihoon develop a tenuous relationship not relationship, friendship, that blooms into something more. <laughs> I got ahead of myself. But when a young shaman tries to reunite Myung with her bead, the consequences are disastrous, forcing Myung to choose between her immortal life and Jihoon's. So, yes, it is a young adult romance. Yes, I was expecting it when I opened it up. It's fine. But, the reason, it's the same reason as I brought up as the last one. So, the story's not bad. It's not great. It's just another, you know, young adult fantasy novel. It's fine. But they do include, you know, Korean folklore. And I enjoyed that quite a bit. With the whole, because the, the myths for the nine-tailed fox are different than the myths in Japan for the nine-tailed fox, so I thought that was interesting. Also, the whole thing with the uh, with the Gumiho fox bead, yeah, she fucks up real bad. <laughs> she fucks up something fierce, but you know what? Her mom fucks up more, so. Well, great. Yes, these two are to blame for a lot of it, but her mom does not help the situation. And neither does her friend, which she put trust into, and then her friend betrayed her, so... I mean, you could see that That's one. not a friend. No, but they thought, she thought she was. She thought they were friends. You thought. But I also uh, pretty much enjoyed it because they go a lot, like, they talk about the Korean culture, a lot in the book like there's an emphasis on respecting of elders and struggling against that even when the elders are being you know dickheads and stuff like that so it was cool it, it was nice to see an Asian protagonist because we don't really see that that often yeah in the west yeah 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 Yeah. So we just have Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to think of how, if I ever read any other young adult books with Asian main characters, and I really can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. We need more. We need more POCs as main characters. Yeah. This is why I'm a mixed advocate of, like, I understand people write what they know, but I also feel like, yeah, but try harder. Like, <laughs> I understand if you're not Asian, you're not going to write an Asian, but also you should probably try harder. Because we just need more people. Well, I can understand, like... We just need more. <laughs> I can understand <laughs> not writing, like entrenched in the culture because you can always write an American Asian girl that's not hard I know like, that's what I'm saying it's like it's not that difficult like I understand but like but like but like yeah so this, my, this my, one level of, my level of non-wiggle room is the fact that I'm like as a mixed race person who doesn't like 
personality-wise or stereotypically lean either way, it's not hard. You just write them. Yeah. It's not like you have to write, like, a black person and make them black. Like, I know a lot of people who aren't black. In fact, we are the people asking, what the fuck does that mean? So, I'm like, listen, I understand, but it's just a skin color. So, please write it. Like, please, put them in the book. Literally, Somewhere. literally either way, it makes the kids happy. Because they see, they I just, envision I, somebody with their skin color. I just want to see them. I just want to see them. Their face. I just want to see them. <laughs> Full agreement. Big Hero 6 is oh. the only other one I can think of. Um, there was, well, actually it wasn't a young adult novel. It was a new adult novel, novel so that was cool. Um, hey. And the main love interest was Asian. Like, I think she was Chinese, I want to say. Basically, how I feel is, like, it feels like what I'm asking is not for correctness. I'm asking for, like, writing adventurism. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just asking for people to be more adventurous. Just do it. Just try it. So you fuck it up. Okay. Take your lumps and, like, go. But the lack of trying is what makes me, like, upset. <laughs> Right. It's the best way I could describe it. Because it's like, but, because it's so easy to just, to, you are the race that you are. There are so many people you can't write from the perspective of. But if we, I guess I'm like, if we all think that way, then we don't get any stories. Right. The, the biggest thing I can say is that I will be listening to the second book because I did listen to this on Audible. Audible. It was a good listen. Yes. So, if that tells you anything, because... Um, there was, like, I want to say there was a second book to Girl, Serpent, and Thorn, or maybe I'm crazy, but <laughs> I, I listened to or the maybe, first... Yeah, or maybe you imagined it. Or maybe I imagined it. I listened to the first book, and I already knew I wasn't going to listen to the second book. And I listened to the book, and I don't really plan on listening to it again, but it was a good listen. I just don't want to do it again. <laughs> Unless I get the hankering to listen to that kind of mythology again, and then I, then I, of course, I'll go back, but. You know what I think, like, it makes me think of all the stories, like, you read about, like, fae and fairies. Like, if you're, don't put it in the real world, but you can make people who look a certain way and make them mythological. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the easy thing, because you don't have to do a culture. You're already making up the culture, but why not make fairies that look Asian? Or, like, why not make such and such that looks a certain way? Yeah. Speaking of which, I am actually listening to another fairy book. Which... Uh. <laughs> which I've been putting off for so long because it's popular right now. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. Fair. But... I, bro, you don't have to... You don't, you don't even got to explain it. Yeah. But Terrence convinced me, and I was like, okay, I'll... <laughs> I'll listen to it because you want me to. And now I'm sitting here like, you know, sometimes, <laughs> like, one of the characters has such huge fuck around and find out energy, and it just makes me laugh every time he shows up. <laughs> I wish I was more like that. Like, fuck around and find out in the sassiest way. <laughs> you know what? And I love him. I'm gonna adopt that philosophy. <laughs> That's my witchy New Year's resolution. <laughs> fuck around and find out. <laughs> fuck around and find out energy. I love it. I, you would love the character too, but you would hate. I'm pretty sure you would hate the main character. Great. But you would love the supporting cast. <laughs> cool. You know what this means. All of our complaints, it just means we have to do it. I know. I know. <laughs> I have so many stories started with, like, trans main characters and gay main characters and people... None of my main characters are ever just white. They're always mixed race. Yeah. I just haven't finished them yet. (laughs) It makes me sad because I sit here being like, can I just get an Asian boy somewhere? I like a good Asian boy. I don't mind falling in love and having comfort characters that are not 
But can I have one? The one, please. You're like, I'm asking for the moon. <laughs> Where is my soft boy that's Asian? Your At soft Asian half. cancer can I get boy? Half? <laughs> Just. <sighs> Sounds like you're going to have to ride him. <laughs> no. Hopefully riding him will manifest him. And then he'll knock on my door. Fair enough. And then I'll have him. You know what? You just made me think of my um, the one story I just started, and I made my main character Asian. I made my, I think I made her Japanese. I mean, was that anyway? And then I made, I made my um, well, one of her love interests is trans and Native American. I'm I'm giving all the people a color right now. Everybody gets a color. Oh, and then and then the main love interest's best friend, she's black. She's this big black woman with just huge energy, just huge mama bear energy. Very Lizzo energy. And I love her already so much. Her name is Doe, like D-O-E. Yeah. Yeah. I love her. <laughs> I want to hug her. She'd give great hugs. <laughs> okay, what's your media? Well... I was about to say, well, you're reading about fairies and you put it off, but my media is fairies, so. Perfect. <laughs> so, the elemental, meaning mythical creature, elemental, it's associated with air, is uh, fae, sylphs, in general category terms, I don't care which one you call them, but the fae, I mean the fairies, things that fly, pixies, those are all elementals that have to do with air. So, I bring you frickin' Tinkerbell. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> the girl. The now one. I'm gonna talk about the, the actual Tinkerbell movie, even though they changed her personality, of course, but first of all, you have to give her a personality, because she's the main character of the movie. Um... And I owned this. And I watched it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to go on the on Disney and I used to go into the um, Pixie Hollow website and you know make a fairy when you could do that. I always made a water fairy because Silver Mist was my favorite, so I always made it, I was always a water fairy. <laughs> I thought, I want to be Silver Mist's friend, so I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be water, which is now very eye-opening to me. <laughs> I just had a moment of like, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> she was the prettiest. Oh. She still is. That's how. That's why she was my favorite. Like she was the pretty fairy to me, like as a child. Like <laughs> yeah. Silver Mist is like she's pretty. I want Silver Mist. I remember that the show and stuff and the movies coming out, but I never watched any of them. I do remember Silver Mist though, out of everybody. Well, Silver Mist. It was voiced by Lucy Liu, so clearly Silver Mist is Asian. So there we go. She always looked Asian to me. So. I know she did to me too. So. I'm, I'm glad we agree on that. <laughs> <laughs> we got POC representation and it's not even a person. So <laughs> it exist. We are complaining enough for all the Asians. We're, neither of us are Asian. <laughs> neither. <laughs> so, of course I love Tinkerbell in Peter Pan. My favorite scene is her looking at herself on that mirror. Like a, like, I don't, like a bimbo. But I love her. She's literally, I like, I mean, if I look like that, I'd stare at my own ass too. Yeah. I just want to be Tinkerbell. Mm -hmm. But anyway, this isn't about me. This is about her. It's about so, Tinkerbell. Well, so, so we know Tinkerbell from Peter Pan. She's Peter Pan's friend. 
I remember watching the movie. Okay, I had, I had the first one. I think I've seen the second one. I have not seen them all, and I fully intended to see the Pirate Fairy one. Not that I was interested, because I was already past. I was already grown, so I was already past this phase. Um, but I remember that Tom Hiddleston was a voice. He was the voice of Captain Hook. Oh. I also remember Captain Hook was in it, and I hope that meant we were going to see Peter Pan, because all I wanted from this series was to see how Tinkerbell and Peter get together. How do they meet? How do they become friends? Why is she his companion? Don't ask me if they did that, because I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> Why did she become a sass? Yeah, that too. <laughs> You know what? We all know it's because she had to deal with Peter Pan. I mean, that would make me irritable, too. <laughs> like, I love Peter Pan, but fuck would it make me irritated. Tinkerbell came out in 2008. It's computer animation, so CGI, you know. It's pretty good. And it's the first installment of the Disney Fairies franchise. I don't know how many there are. Enough to choke a horse, probably. Seriously. Disney doesn't know when to stop. I mean, they did stop. There's no more. They have stopped. <laughs> but, but how many did it take? Right. So, this is the first one that has Tink in a speaking role. She's the main character. Duh. I'd hope she spoke. That would be a movie. Yeah, everybody has to. Silent-ass character. <laughs> Either her using sign language or them interpreting somehow. Honestly. The biggest game of charades in the world. <laughs> so, Tink is born from the first laugh of a baby. You literally see it. And um, when the baby laughs, I remember the scene. When the baby laughs... The wind blows, and uh, the dandelion scatters, and then one of the dandelions becomes Tink, because that's what she's wearing at the beginning. That's her dress. And she's brought by the winds to Pixie Hollow, which is a part of Neverland. So there we are. We're already in Neverland. That answers that question. And the queen um, welcomes her. And Tink learns that her talent is to be one of the Tinker Fairies which are the type of fairies who makes things and fixes things. And so she meets two other Tinker Fairies, who are Bobble and Clank, and they show her around. They teach her how to craft, and they show her her house. It's all very cute and nice. She gets her outfit. So then she meets all the other fairies. There's Silver Mist, who is a water fairy, Rosetta, who is a garden fairy, Iridessa, who is a light fairy, and Fawn who was an animal fairy. I did like Fawn. Yeah. Fawn was nice. She was a huge tomboy. She really was. <laughs> and of course, Iridessa was the black one. She was voiced by Raven Simone. Oh. So I'd hope. That's nice. That's cool. Yeah. Kristen Chenoweth voiced Rosetta. Rosetta was a Latina one. Yes, I remember. Kristen Chenoweth is not Latina, but I mean, I, 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 hey, it's Kristen Chenoweth, so... I don't want to hear no complaints. <laughs> She's bae. America Ferreira voiced Fawn, and she is Latina, so there you go. Oh, I'll say Rosetta's like a Spanish one. That's what she, it's like, she's very, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I liked her. I thought she was pretty, too. She wore, like, she her dress was like a rose. It was like a rose color. I think it was an actual rose. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it was rose petals. I like her. I like that one. I, I like fairies. Like, of the mythical creatures, you know, that you adore as a child, I was a fairy girl. Not, like, obsessively, but, I mean, I'm like, oh, I like the fairies. I agree. <laughs> I was a fairy girl for a little while, too. And I, I, like, despite all the terrifying fairy stuff that I read, too, because I was reading Holly Black at the time, and Holly Black does yeah. not write nice fairies. 
anybody ever wanted to know. All you gotta, all you gotta do is know about Cardin in the one scene. Just the say it again, and there you, you know. Oh. That's all you gotta know. I still, I, every single time, just say it again, and I can't get over it. It's too much. It's tomfoolery. <laughs> it's way too much. I love it so much. Uh, to be fair, Cardin is over the top, so. Yeah. He's also way too much. You're, the fairies you are talking about are not Cardin type of fairies, though, so. Thank God for that. Yeah. But these are not scary fairies. These are Disney fairies, so they're cute. Imagine, imagine if Disney did actual scary fairies, though. They probably will, because Disney's remaking everything. And I wouldn't put it past them to make some spooky fairies. They did the mermaids in Pirates of the Caribbean. Fair. I mean, No. Okay, but, like, what if... What if Disney... Stop. No. Grabbed Holly Black's stuff... No. And, and, and made a movie for it. That'd be... They'd do so good as long as they didn't try to make it funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know Disney's got that... God, has, Disney has, like, funny disease. Why does everything have to be funny, Disney? Doesn't. We can have serious shit, for the love of God. Anyway. So, take it well. I am not going to read you this whole synopsis. There is an antagonist. Her name is Vidya. I was sad that she's the antagonist, because I thought she was also a pretty fairy. She was a fast-flying fairy. And she was just she honestly jealous of Tink. So, Um, you don't have to be, Tinkerbell's nice. I mean, I might be jealous of her too, she's cute, but. (laughs) I mean, she's cute and all. So, my favorite thing about this is, obviously, it's the first movie, so that means we have to learn about fairy culture and how fairies work in Disney universe. And Tink tries her hand at nature skills, trying to switch her talent and stop from being a Tinker fairy. So that means we also get to see, like, what they actually do. She makes dewdrops with silver mist. She lights fireflies with iridessa. She goes with Fawn to try to teach baby birds how to fly. So you just get to see, like, what they, like, do. And, and there's also ministers of the seasons they're fairies that come and bring the seasons so that's interesting i was about to say that is interesting so eventually tink realizes she it was right she is a tinker fairy and she's very good at tinkering that's what they do (laughs) she makes stuff she starts to create some contraptions but she wants okay i had to read the thing real quick the whole point is, Vidya challenged her as a fast-flying fairy to go to the mainland of Neverland. So Tink try, is trying to make some stuff, but she couldn't make anything. That's why she felt like she couldn't tinker. So she's like, maybe I don't, maybe I don't make stuff. Wrong. So after she has a moment of like clarity, of like you are a tinker fairy, that's what you're good at. She still wants to go to the mainland. So, eventually she asks Vidya to teach her how to be a fast-flying fairy. And then when she sees that Tink is actually getting pretty good at it, she sabotages her. Of course. So, in the... uh, um, Sabotage, that's the word. They destroy all the preparations for spring. Well, Tink does. Aww. Accidentally. So, Tink decides to leave, but after talking with Terrence, who was a Duskkeeper fairy, and he sits there and talks to her about how important his job is and how important he thinks it is and basically boosts her up with pride, she realizes how important it is for her to be a Tinker. So then she invents machines that quickened the process of the decorating of the flowers and the ladybugs and making spring spring, which gets them all back on schedule. And of course saves the arrival of spring. Otherwise spring was going to be late. And then Vidya gets in trouble. They find out it was her 
who prompted the chaos in the first place. In the beginning of the movie, Tink found pieces to a music box, and she fixes the music box. So now we're at the end of the movie, and Fairy Mary, who is the Tinker Fairy Overseer, head, head Tinker Fairy, she gives her the music box that she fixed, and she tells Tink to deliver it to its original owner, who happens to be Miss Wendy. Aww. It says the narrator ends by saying that when lost toys are found or a broken clock starts to work, it all means that one very special fairy might be near. Which, we have fairies in our apartment. If you know anything about fairies, it, this is Disney, but, I mean, it also tracks. I've lost so much shit. And then it'll be, like, over here. And it'll be like, fuck. It's the fucking fairies. Yeah. Yeah. I would very much like if they would fix something. That would be cool. If they stole something to fix it, that would be nice. Like the shelf in our, like the shelf in our cabinets. <laughs> maybe I was like, maybe like a watch. You're like, but where's my watch? And then you see it, and you're like, oh hey, it's working. Oh, That's wow. weird. Wow. Wow. That means you had a Tinkerbell in your house. What the fuck did we have in our house? I don't know, dude. I don't know what we had at our house. Whoever they were, they just antagonized the cats. Yeah, I was going to say, like, (laughs) the cats really stressed out. (laughs) All four of them. Maybe they were, like, (laughs) maybe they were light fairies. Hmm. Or fast flying fairies. I don't know. Can I get a dust keeper fairy so I don't have to clean? (laughs) So, anyway. Tinkerbell's about fairies. And to be fair and square, I haven't seen the other ones, but I'm willing to bet that the first one is the best one. I still really want to see the pirate fairy one because I was like, bro, can I be a pirate fairy? <laughs> that's, that's, that, I want to be that one. She looked badass. Yeah, she did. She looked like a pirate. I'm like, hello? Yeah, she looked hella cool. I want, I want that. Have been released. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, she still looks cool. Pirate (laughs) Fairy came out in 2014. I'm looking at it and I'm like, yep, she's still cool. Well, that explains why I didn't watch it. I was fucking 18 by that point. (laughs) Shoot. That's what I said. I was like, we ain't grown up at that point. No time for fairies. No time for fairies, only time for mental breakdowns. Oh, you're right, but... (laughs) So, anyway. If you are an air person, or you deal with the air element, you might be able to call upon some air elementals, some fairies of your own. Or not, they might just already be there. You didn't even call on them. Yeah, they might just be attracted to you. If you're finding your shit goes missing or what have you, and you deal with air, but you're like, it, this should be clicking for you. You might have fairies in your house. <laughs> you're like, I do air stuff. My stuff goes missing. Might be fairies, fam. Put up a fairy door, fam. They need a way out. Well, fam, I, we're talking Disney, but be very careful. Fairies are mischievous. They are not always friendly. Fair enough. They antagonize you. <laughs> They're really easy to piss off. Like, it's not hard to piss off a fairy. Yeah. Yeah, Which like, little slights. Which is was depicted. Yeah. God, now you're ma- making me want to get back into that fairy, fairy AU that I started for Baku Deku a while ago. Damn it. Damn it. You know how we were talking about, before we were recording, about, like, magic being fun. These are the things I kind of want to get back to. Yeah. Like mythology and like creatures and such. Like I remember this is the stuff that makes me want to do magical stuff. Yeah. I don't want to fool around with some fairies. Fuck around and find out. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen, I've seen some of the things people have built for fairies. Like little, little like 
I want to say terrariums, but that's not the word. But basically, little, like, fairy gardens and stuff. And I'm like, that's so cool. Oh, bro. You don't know how many times I'm walking, like, to the building and I'll notice, like, a fairy circle. And I was like, that's a really small fairy circle. Why is it in the middle of the grass? (laughs) They don't care. Don't question them. No, honestly. They said, because we want it here. Like, I just noticed them all over the place. And I was like, I... (laughs) It's like, what if I just... What if I... Just... What if I just... (laughs) It's like, can I... Can you guys help me out? Can I just walk through here and you guys can end my misery? Kidnap me. Just for a couple years. Just until my contract's done. I'd very much like to hear what had happened to those people. You come back. Like, where do you go? Where do they take you? No, honestly. Away. What do you remember? Huh. What do fairies look like? I have so many questions. (laughs) Straight up, like, what do they look like? Well, (laughs) (laughs) I did want to start getting into, like, mythical creatures and elementals. I just, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, when? Yeah. Like, I haven't been able to squeeze it in there. It's, like, it hasn't felt like the right time yet. (laughs) Fair. (sighs) But if you'd want to keep up with us and wait for us to talk about creatures... (laughs) Because we will. Because it will I'm happen. I'm going to. We're going to run out of stuff. So that it will have to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. At Podcast, Or you can shoot us an email. Podcast at gmail.com Tell mm-hmm. us if you've experienced some fairies. You can also find us on Society6. Which is also at Podcast. Or you can head over to our web- website, which is mixedwitchespodcast.squarespace.com and find all of our wonderful, wonderful episodes there and a couple blog posts because we're terrible at keeping up with it. But, yeah. Yeah. We got a list of all the media on there. So there's a plus. Yep. Yes. So I hope you guys had a good time listening to us ramble and hope you guys actually learned something this episode and we'll see you guys next week bye bye when we were young our minds were getting faded did not appreciate all that they created we're chasing after that witch's brew damn 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 thinking more but doing less keeping score the test, y'all. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that witch's brew. You got nothing better to do, cause y'all sailing down the easiest street again. Damn. X marks the spot, or is it O? Getting high, then feeling so low. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn.
We got candles, but no fire. We've been burned, he's in desire. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. About paradise, play those cards, baby, roll those dice, y'all. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Time we well, and then it's not. You start to go, and then you stop, cause you're sailing down easy street again. Damn, almost within reach, but out of your grasp. Drop at the bottom of your glass, y'all Chasing after that witch's brew Damn, 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 damn.